You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. Alright, we're talking sports. We're in Carton Post Game Show. Hello again, me and Al are with you. And uh, a lot on the Mets today, which I guess is good because we're getting towards baseball season, which is kind of cool. A lot on A-Rod too, a little bit, as uh, he makes his first debut of spring, play the Phillies today. But the, the thing with the Mets yesterday was quite interesting because it was a lot of off-the-field news. They had a scrimmage, Al, as you well know, a intra-squad scrimmage, and uh, part of the story was David Wright and Noah Syndergaard. Syndergaard basically having lunch in the locker room, and uh, David not happy about that, uh, pretty much. I, I Listen, I don't know if he yelled at him, whispered to him, talked to him. I don't know what the hell happened, but he said something to him, and then he got his lunch thrown out, um, which is interesting in and of itself. So that means that David Wright's becoming a real captain. Uh, Bobby Parnell, I think, threw the guy's lunch right. out. Noah's lunch out. Uh, yeah, this kind of reminded me of like being in junior high school and what that l- a lunchroom scene was like if you were kind of like a nerdy kid, right? Where the bullies would come in and uh, take over and throw did, your lunch out. Now, did you see that a lot? I I did see it. I, really? Yeah, it didn't happen to me a lot because I was always I was a middle of the road kid. Okay. I was I kind of hung out with some cool guys. I kind of hung out with some nerds, some burnouts. I was I just. I didn't stand out either way, which was good. Which was fine. You blended. I blended. See, I don't know. When I went to school, I went to St. John Vianney in Homedale, and I I don't think in my four years there I ever saw something like that happen. And I think partly because like the coaches we had, they made it a point to make sure that their quote-unquote athletes or their star players took responsibility to be like leaders. And it was almost like if you cross them – you better look out. And they, it was almost like they looked out for people. I'm not saying they did or they didn't, but I don't know. I, I never saw it. Were, were you a guy who uh, bought your lunch at school or Sometimes. did you bring? I and did both. W- would you do particular days? Like like I know Fridays used to be pizza day. Everywhere, yes. And then one of the days, sometimes on Thursday, used to be Steakums. Steakums? Yeah, Steakums. Really? Yeah, like I would I would buy my lunch if it was Steakum day or pizza day. Well, I'd say in, home, in, um, in high school, they had a rotating cafeteria, almost like a buffet lounge. So they had a lot of choices every day. Yes. Now in grammar school, and even like my son now, they have a menu for the month. So you can kind of plan it out or, oh, hey, chicken nuggets tomorrow. I'm in. Oh, quesadillas, not having that. For me, it was kind of like, yeah, I'll buy whatever and I can figure it out when I get there. Yeah. And uh, back then in my high school, if you were on the football team, which I wasn't, you would wear your jersey to school on Friday. On game day? Or just every Friday? Yeah, because the game, our game days were Saturday. For high okay, school but, football. Uh, but what about off season, like in the middle of winter? No, not off season. Right. So on Fridays you were in the jersey. I, mean, yeah. I think we did that too. I don't remember if we did or not. And then your right. girlfriend would wear your varsity jacket. Did do that, yeah. Or your class ring around her neck as a necklace. I, well, I never got a class ring. I was never into that. But I did have my varsity jacket, and Kim did wear it. It's funny now walking around being an you know 
feeling like an old guy and you see people's varsity jackets with the number they're they're graduating year on the back yeah. and you're doing the math they're like 22 is what 2022 unreal isn't yeah. it yeah mine says 92 and now i see some of these i'm like oh my god what does your say on it well i didn't have one but oh. i i graduated in 1987 you're five years older than yeah, me. yeah 1987 wow you're five years older five, than me. yeah i'm 45 interesting oh well, yeah. happy birthday soon i think uh, Jerry, did you see this going from uh, David Wright playing a role of bully and and um, Bobby Parnell throwing out the lunch of uh, Noah Syndergaard? Uh, two guys who ended up helping someone on the road, Jim Harbaugh and someone else from the um, – what team is he with now? Uh, Michigan. Michigan, yes. <laughs> I was going to say the Niners. Not anymore. Yeah, he left there. Uh, Jim Harbaugh and with some other fella, they were uh, driving along and they saw a, a woman broken down mm. on the side of the road and they stopped to help her. They administered... Actually, she didn't break down. It was an accident. Right. They stopped to help her. They administered first aid. Uh, if you see that on the side of the Saw road, it. you did see Two something. Two weeks ago. And did you stop? No. What What would make you stop versus well, riding on? First like, Did of it all, seem like the situation had been handled? Like, perhaps Harbaugh yes. came upon... I will tell you exactly what happened. We were driving back from Dartmouth in a snowstorm. This was two or three weeks ago with Mike Kowalski over at Columbia. He was in the car with me. I was in my wife's truck. And, I mean, it was, I don't want to say a blizzard, but it was coming down really hard. And we were in the middle of the mountains, basically. Very little radio reception. And all of a sudden, as we're approaching what I saw, um, hazards on the side of the road, didn't think much of it. My God, well, that stinks. He's going to have to call, you know, AAA, whatever. I am not stopping in this to help someone with a flat tire. Just not doing it. So we go past, we see the car, and all of a sudden I saw about five or six guys running into the woods. I'm like, what the hell is that? Now, I slowed down a little bit, but as I slowed down, I also felt the car start to shake just a little bit because it was really bad. And we kept going, and then as we got past it, Mike's like, oh, my God, there was a car that had slid off the road into the trees. He's, he looked at me like, should I stop? I mean, then I got to go back now. It's probably a quarter of a mile. I can barely see where I'm going. We opted. We saw six guys running and a couple of cars stopped. We figured, you know what? They got phones. We'll move on. So that's a tough one because I feel like a jackass right now. Yeah, I'm a big 911 guy. I'll call 911 sure. and report something. Sure. Uh, unless I see the actual impact and I'm the only one around. And that happened a number of years ago in Florida. I was uh, uh, going to lunch with a buddy of mine. And we were driving around the road, and some guy just drifted by himself, drifted and just drilled into headfirst into a telephone pole. Mm. It was right in front of us. Right. So we did look at each other and go, we have to do something, Yes, you right? do have to do something. And we I did. Guess. We got out and uh, called 911 and, and did it there. But I think if I see one person helping already, You're I will good. be the 911 guy. Uh, and that's fine. You're doing something. I'm doing right. something, Jerry. I would say this. I, I, I went, It was back in the time when I was still working at a gas station and I was changing flats regularly. And you know that I can You're change a flat. You're very good at changing a relatively flat. Relatively quickly. I would say when I was 19 or 20... I stopped on the side of the road at about dusk, at about 8 o'clock, because I saw a girl trying to change a flat, and I helped her. Out comes her boyfriend from the other side of the car. Couldn't have been nicer thanking me because he didn't know how to do it. And I remember driving home and saying, my God, what if that was a setup? Right. I've heard and about that. Since that time, it's weird. I've just, I've never, I don't think I've really come across it since then, but that's always in my head now. Right. Like What the, if I get hit with a tire iron? Right. They keep a fake, a good-looking girl on the side of the road pretending to not be able to fix a flat. You see... A girl who needs help, and when you go to help her, yeah, her her, her the murderer then gets you. Well, I, yeah, I wasn't well, thinking be a murderer. murderer. I was worried about being kidnapped. 
Either one. Kidnap, murderer, or just beat up. Yeah, very scary. And it comes back to my comment from the other day. Just people suck. Because you just you can't trust anybody because of all the stories you read. Yeah. Uh, now, anyway, speaking of people, I will drop the other part of that. Uh, are you aware and familiar with Pat McAfee? Uh, I think he's kind of like a fun guy. Yes, he's a punter on the cults, as a matter the of fact. The punters are always kind of fun guys. They are. They're goofy. Yeah, he loves Steve goofy. Rutherford. Goofy. Right? Great dude. Um, so, Pat McAfee, now that we're hitting free agency with football soon, he tweets this, which is pretty cool, actually. We know Ndamukong Sue is not getting the franchise tag from the Lions, so he will become a free agent. He directly tweets at Sue, Hey, boss, I hope you have a fantastic Monday. Just want to let you know what Indy looks like today. And he tweeted out a picture attached to that that looks like uh, the Fijian Islands. Yes. Uh, tremendous, by the way. This guy's pretty cool. I, I, I like don't him. think Ndamukong Sue's going to go to Indy for it, but that's that's creative. That seems like something you'd do. Then he uh, tweeted to Andre Johnson also, and he tweeted something to him, but he also called him boss. Well, yeah. Happy I like Tuesday, that. boss. Yeah. That's exactly right. Love everything you do in the field and uh, be huge if you could be here in Indy. Yes. Okay. I like it. I do, too. Now, the problem with the Andre Johnson thing, not to talk too much sports, Andre Johnson, first of all, he's got to be traded, number one. Number two, if they cut him, he'll be released. Uh, he's in the league 12, 13 years already. I don't know who's signing him. I think he kind of relaxed on the Andre Johnson thing. But the Sue thing, boy, if the Colts got Indomitian Sue and Andrew Luck at quarterback, holy crap. I mean, you talk about the odds of them winning a Super Bowl. They go up e- immediately. I don't like this Indomitian Sue. Uh, he has a chippy side to him. Yeah, I would sometimes not pick a guy just because of that. Well, you could. I think there are a lot of teams that do that. Like I mean, that. I, that would pass. Like, like Craig is even saying. You know, do the Giants? Would the Giants pursue him or correct. not? Because he's probably a troublemaker. Here's the, here's how I envision it. If someone, if Jerry Reese went to John Mara and said, "I want to sign in Dominican Sue," what is the thought process in John Mara? And my feeling would be Mara would be like, "I don't want this guy." I don't care how good he is. I don't want this guy because you're going to continue to roll out the video of him kicking a guy in the head, kicking a guy in the face, kicking the guy in the groin, which how many times has he done it? And then he did it in the playoff game too when he can say, well, maybe that wasn't him, but, um, but I it, don't know. But it, it is all on the field stuff. It is on the field stuff. I get it, but it's also, you know, Boomer always talks about what, what happens at the bottom of a pile of the football and, you know, I, fingers in the eyes and, you know, all sorts of grabbing and clawing and all that. I, that's fine. But you gotta be you gotta be smarter than that. You gotta know there's nine thousand cameras on you. Like, what are you doing? Right. And even though it's on the field, it's still garbage. I don't like it. I I, I don't want them. What about this, Jerry? There was a guy who's been looking for a girlfriend and can't find one. It is tough out there. I will let you know that. There's a joke there. Yeah. You're a married man, so you would not know about this. <laughs> not anymore. No. It is not easy. <laughs> uh, but this man kind of went old fashioned. He instead of like signing up on Match or swiping away on Tinder. He posted signs, you know, like if you were missing your cat, yes. you might post signs around the neighborhood. Yeah. He punched, he posted a bunch of signs looking for a girlfriend with his phone number attached, the same way you might see guitar lessons and you rip off the guy's <laughs> number. And then, yeah. Yes. So he was looking for a girlfriend. Turns out this was quite a move for him. He got a lot of phone calls, a couple hundred a day, he says he was calling girls. He did not wind up with a girlfriend. But he did sleep with 118 women based on these signs alone. So he says. So he says. Now, if that is true, that is, I mean, that's one for the ages. And he kind you know, I looked at his picture. He kind of looks like me. He's kind of got the, the bald look. Uh, I'm too famous for that, Jerry. I would just try to pick up chicks on Twitter or something. 
I'm too famous for that. Yeah, I can't be posting my my. Uh... Well, but you're not posting a picture of you, are you? Yeah, you would post a picture. Oh, you got to post a yeah, picture. Yeah, this guy posted oh, a picture. Oh, how pathetic! Yeah, but it worked. He he got action he from one hundred one hundred eighteen women. I don't buy it. I I'm calling BS on it. There's no way that somebody's going to put a picture of themselves on a bulletin board outside of a stop and shop or an AMP or on the way out shop, with cool. their numbers saying looking for a girlfriend. Yeah, and he ended up with 118 girls that he wound up with in bed. Yes, come on, no way. Now he said he put in a lot of time. It was a lot of phone calls every day. He was constantly Does talking he have a to job? chicks. I, that I didn't read. I didn't read far like where enough. Where do people come up with the a these ideas? B the time to do this. We, by the way, have the greatest job in the world. We're up early, but we're home early. We have time to do things like this. Well, I wouldn't. I'm married. You do. I do, Jerry. Would I have you time. waste your time on something like this? I wouldn't. I wouldn't post uh, signs on like telephone poles and things. No, it's embarrassing. Come on. All right, lastly, Al, because uh, I don't get that. So let's move on to something I do get, and that would be, this is a really funny story because I actually contemplated doing this one time and ultimately figured out it's probably not a good idea if you get caught. Uh, so a guy gets pulled over, I believe it was in Long Island, if I'm not mistaken, in the carpool lane. All right, fair enough. He gets pulled over for speeding. That was the only reason. Cop looks over and notices the passenger he had with him to make sure he was in the carpool lane uh, was a piece of wood with a hat on. <laughs> now, um, first of all, I think it's brilliant if you can get away with it. Uh, I know it's illegal. That's fine. But if you're going to do that, let me give this guy a little uh, lesson here. If you're going to do that... Don't speed. Don't do anything that's going to get yourself pulled over. Right. Don't do anything suspicious. Just have your piece of wood in a hat and coat sitting in the passenger seat and you driving. You put your wood in the raincoat? <laughs> I do. There was a great uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm episode with Larry David yep. where he wanted to go to the Dodger game and traffic in L.A. being what it is. Hideous. Is hideous. So they also have a carpool lane. Mm -hmm. So he paid a hooker. Just not not for sexual favors, right. but he paid her just to spend the time with him to go to the Dodger game. He also had no one to go with. Right. So he thought he'd go with her. He'd pay her for the time. But then he got like, I think he was up on the Jumbotron. With a chick. With a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was the same theory. And like, it's cheaper, I, I you know, to pay a hooker to be my passenger to drive in the carpool lane. Yes, of course. I always liked that too. Like in New Jersey, uh, I used to occasionally... There were years where I took the the bus into New York City. Did you really for jobs? Yeah, and it actually was really. I, I was very shocked at how on time the whole process was. I'm I'm saying when I had a job that started at 9 a.m. So that that drive time because you get the bus lane on the turnpike into the tunnel right. and you do blow past a ton of people. You're probably just looking out the window like you bunch of idiots. Looking out the window. It's amazing to me looking at you now as I know you, and I think I know you pretty well now. It's over six years we're working together yes. every day. I can't see you on public transportation. Yes, I took, uh, there were years I took the bus, there were years I took uh, the, the train. The tra I actually can get the train. The bus I don't see. I didn't understand the bus either before I started doing Seems it. Seems very confusing. It, it doesn't make sense. But where I was living in Woodbridge, New Jersey at the time, there was a bus stop outside my condo complex. Wow. I didn't have to drive anywhere. Very convenient. So I was like, let me give this a shot. Let me see what we're doing here. And it, I don't know how I wasn't late for work every day. I was not, and I can't understand it. It's amazing. That bus lane works. And it was a little awkward because I was, I was one of the early stops, which was good, which meant I always got a seat. But as you went along... There were people smushed okay. up against you. How many times did you get up for a woman? 
I never would get up for never. Women. No, because I was I would take an inside seat and so, I would just like pretend I didn't see anyone. So you would just either shut your eyes or just look yeah, out I the shut window. My eyes. And not because I always wonder that, like, you know, if you're one of the last stops, there's never anywhere to sit. And these people are always going to have to stand. And sometimes on the train, it would happen to me where I would be, especially see a pregnant woman or an older lady. But on on the bus, there's unless you have the end seat up against the aisle, there's really no room to be getting up. So you're so it was kind of locked in where you were locked in. I also figure if you're pregnant and still going to work, you're tough. And you can handle no, no, standing no, 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 no. No, on the public transportation. That. No, come on, because you're obviously not no, a not, not a you wuss. Want... You're you're tough. You're going to work. You're manning up. So if your sister or your mom were in that situation, you wouldn't want someone to get up for them. My mom's seventy-two, Jerry. She's not, not getting pregnant. Now. Oh, not now. <laughs> not now. Oh, um, no. I would. I would like that. Of course you would. Yeah, I would. I would do it on a train. But not on a bus. not on the bus. There wasn't. There wasn't. A, there wasn't enough room, Jerry. All right, let's, we'll end here. Stars of the show, Alan Jerry.